Slay the Job and welcome to the Heel Turn Art Live Weekly Wrestling Show in the official podcast of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here talking about this past week in the WWE, which means we're talking SmackDown and Monday Night Raw and I, I don't know, I guess that's it. If you want to hear about TakeOver, that's, that's not on the show. We already did that one earlier today. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling, so check us out there. We are monitoring the chat, so send us your questions and your comments. We will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. Hey, John. I don't know. I don't, I don't got anything. I'm, my weekend was basically a lot of stuff that was nonsense. Like, like what? Is there anything that you're allowed to say on the air? My, my weekend was fun. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad weekend. It was just uh, just a whole lot of just friend and and personal life stuff that was just a lot of a lot of stuff. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? No, I did not. You still haven't, as of this recording. No, I have not. You should see that. I'm seeing it again on Wednesday. I will see it sometime soon with Lady Friend. It will happen. It just has not happened yet. Do you want one spoiler for the movie? Sure. Sonic says, gotta go fast. As you do. Wait, that was in the trailer. I know. I'm not going to give you an actual spoiler. But All right. he, he says, gotta go fast, and then he goes fast. It's good. I mean, I already have seen one spoiler, and honestly, it makes me, like, actually more excited to see this film. Vaguely tell me what it is. Just the the knowledge of, of Robotnik's backstory and what his character is about. Yeah, it's fun. Robotnik's really good. Yeah, like, knowing knowing that bit of him, like, you know, the, the Cliff Notes version of his history and and seeing it is just like... Oh, oh fuck! I see what this, how they're writing this character. That's fucking great. Yeah, they do a great job of Robotnik. Oh, it, this movie seems fucking weird to me. How did it do at the box office? Uh, it's the biggest video game opening of all time. That's not necessarily meaning it's doing well. I mean, it's racked in over like fifty-five million dollars. Uh, domestically. Okay. Didn't they have to, like, you know, didn't they have to spend a lot of fucking money on it to fix it, though, in post and, like, drive a studio out of bankruptcy over it? I, yeah, whatever. It was worth it. That's how the people that lost their jobs, it wasn't, probably. Ryan in the chat says, pay the man. Hey, if you want to no, pay not, the not people. You, not you, pay the Sonic people. If you want to pay the people who made the money, I don't know how to do that. Don't go, ask me. Go see the movie. You should definitely. I, I don't think they're going to get money for the movie. No, but they'll they'll get to make a sequel. Then they'll pay more animators to make more Sonic. The cycle will continue. I mean, it is the Sonic cycle. Sorry, I had to. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I can't argue it. I'm. I'm. It's not that it's. It's. It's not a bad thing. It's just. It is what it is. 
Yes. The truth. John Sonic is really good. There's also a cameo early in the movie that you will like. Okay. You'll understand after the movie, you'll be like, what was that cameo? And then I'll tell you, you go, oh, shit, yeah, that was hilarious. It's good. All right, then. It is very on-brand for Sonic-related content. Uh, Ryan in the chat says, who is the Sonic the Hedgehog of WWE? And it's obviously Richard O'Shea. Yeah, no, he Richard O'Shea is the fucking Sonic spinball in human form. He's got to go fast. And his match last week on Raw was literally sponsored by Sonic the Hedgehog. It's true. I, as I said on the show last week, it is the perfect branding. Indeed. John, do you have anything else? Ryan, Metal Gear Solid Five is a good video game. And, and Ryan, we're not going to continue to brand everyone in WWE as Sonic characters. But yes, you're correct. Finn Balor is Shadow the Hedgehog. Only Demon Finn. Uh, All right, you know what? Other Finn has gun. No, no Poppy. Yeah, is. current Finn has guns. No, those are finger guns. Poppy is Shadow. She has black hair and she has a gun. Come on, you know that Poppy is Jinx from Teen Titans. Poppy is a uh, Rouge the Bat. You know what? Sure. Why not? John, should we just dive into this Samojo show? is E102, 123 Omega. Who is? Samojo. I mean, yes. Who, who's Robotnik, real quick? <laughs> the problem is that Robotnik is the butcher from the AEW. Shit, you're right. John, shall we just jump into the show? Yeah, okay. Hey, John. I think the news jingle happened because there was a long pause. This is the song. It is. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. Uh, We are very late on the news this week, but one of the news that we have is that uh, Kathy Kelly has left WWE. Yeah, that sucks. Why? Probably because they're not paying her enough. Pay the woman! Pay the woman. Ryan's sad in the chat about it. Yeah, can we get a prayers up for Kathy Kelly? Press F to pay respects. F's in the chat, y'all. But yeah, uh, Kathy announced that Sunday takeover. I fucked up and hit a D. <laughs> don't, don't give Kathy the D. No. Without, not without consent, John. Only Velveteen Dreams allowed that. There's always consent with the dream. You know this. And if not, the dream has a recollection of this. God damn it. But yeah, Kathy Kelly announced that TakeOver Portland would be her last day with the WWE, and she hasn't announced what she's doing yet. And that really sucks because she's always been like a great presence on like their backstage stuff and all of their like interview segments. Like she's always been really fun and really good at it. Like I fucking loved all of her shit that she did with uh, the Undisputed Era. Yeah, indeed. And obviously, you know, becoming Queen Kathy because of Velveteen Dream. She's the queen. 
But yeah, it's, it's funny. She's posted on Instagram today about updating her LinkedIn pro- profile. So I don't think she has a job currently. I think she just kind of left. It- yeah, I mean, the the talk that I heard was essentially that um, her contract was coming up and she just kind of wanted to get out early. And, and they said, OK. Do you think it may have involved uh, NXT going to USA and then her not getting a, pr- a bump in her uh, pay? I think that's definitely possible. Because they had her doing a lot more on TV, but you know she's still getting the praise for doing all the internet stuff, so it didn't seem okay. Yep, I mean, clearly I don't have any information on, on that to speculate on, but like... Yeah, I wouldn't put that out of the realm of possibility. That seems like something that would happen, especially because I've been, you know, the all the talk that we've been hearing is that people in the NXT uh, locker room not necessarily happy about how the pay hasn't really gone up. I mean, look, we, we I don't know if we really talked about it much here, but like, remember all the stuff going on with Tynara Conti where she's apparently just walked out and quit over a pay dispute. Really? I did not hear that. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, like apparently, like Tynar Khani just like emptied out her locker and walked out at like the the uh, the beginning of February. Huh. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I see anything about that, but that's her profile still says WWE. I mean, they haven't officially released her. It's not like you know they've they've done anything to release her. It's just she straight up just left. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, Ryan's saying she's back in house shows, so I don't know. She. So what's interesting is on her Twitter, um, she has a picture of her in an outfit with a shirt that says "Released." That's interesting. And then. She has another tweet that says, in the in Spanish, "Who cheats will pay." So that's interesting. I don't know. I think it might just be her like, trying to get noticed. I don't think she's actually going to leave. I mean, if she did, I'm not you know not really sure where she would go if unless she's just not going to do wrestling anymore. But. Yeah, that's huh. That's weird. Yeah, indeed. So we'll we'll keep it on that situation now that. It's but hey, good to know. Attention. Thanks, thanks for the update there, Ryan. Yeah, uh, that's in our attention. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. See what's going on. You know what the other news we have, John is. What is that? Um, er, earlier today, as in a few hours ago, as of this live broadcast, you and I did our uh, our Patreon show covering NXT Takeover Portland. We sure did. And if you would like to hear that, uh, if you're listening to the live version, it will be up shortly after we get off the air. But if you're listening to the podcast version on Tuesday morning, it should already be up there. So uh, head on over to patreon.cool. For just $5, you get that and a whole bunch of other good content, like us reviewing pay-per-views, exclusive shows, such as... If it ever comes back, uh, good content based on New Japan. Apparently, I'm being forced into... That's also going to be on the 999 tier. 
The new and if it doesn't come back, well, we'll figure it out. And if it doesn't come back, then you'll get more of Chris Lee cast and fucking own an Oscar talking about the Oscars. That, that the Oscars one is also on the, the higher tier. That's our monthly premium show for February. That'll be up, uh, let's say, next Wednesday. Either next Tuesday or Wednesday we'll get that up, because I'm going to put it up right before I head off to Boston for PAX. Okay, then. So some good content for people who are heading out to Boston. They can load it on their podcast thing and listen to it. It's two hours long. It's very. It's we we talk a lot about the Oscars. Oscars also says a bad word, so check it out. Oscar, why have you done this? You know why. You're gonna get a talking to on Hugh Alternative. You really should. I he's out of hand using that word. He, he, I'm like, we're not in England. You can't say that word. Even in England, still, I don't think it's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Patreon.cool. It's not just cool, it's give us money. It, it helps us run the website, we really appreciate it. John, shall we... Do it, you shall, coward. Shall we move on? This is going to be a, a bit of a shorter show since we talked a lot earlier today, so shall we just keep on rolling? Yeah. Let's talk about Smackdown. Do we have to? I mean, I didn't watch it aside from two things. Let's talk about those two things then. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you didn't watch it either. John, it was Valentine's Day. And then also, I didn't have work on Monday, so I didn't have a reason to just sit down and watch SmackDown while doing other things. Instead, I actually went out and did fun things. On, instead of watching SmackDown. You need a reason to do that? What, to do fun things? Or to watch SmackDown? Watch SmackDown. Well, I usually, you know, it, it, it keeps me company at, at my desk. But not this week. John, let's talk about the two things that happened on SmackDown this week. Let's talk about Hulk Hogan showing up. In some okay. weird place. Okay. We gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this conspiracy theory. Talk to me about it. I stayed up all weekend piecing this together. Okay. So. Okay, so we get this segment. Uh, following last week's, let's talk, I guess two weeks ago now, is talk, let's talk to Goldberg uh, about this thing that he wants to do, which is challenge Bray Wyatt. We talked to. Yep, from his garage, uh, we talked to Hulk Hogan live via satellite to figure out what he wants to do about, I don't know, just being Hulk Hogan, being an old st- stupid racist, I guess. I wasn't sure why he was really here, to be honest. But he had a connection with Goldberg. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyway, of course they were talking to him live from his home in uh, Florida, and two things stick out to me for here. First, Clearly not live. Clearly it was pre-taped. Mm-hmm. You can tell from the, the way that the, the camera is like filmed in less of, you know, less of a way than fucking the live shot is. There's less of a frame rate there. And there's some weird cuts there that make it clear that it's not a live thing. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. 
But more importantly, they say that this is coming from Hulk Hogan's home. Did they actually say and yet, that? They did. They said it's coming from Hulk Hogan's home in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. But and maybe they meant it colloquially, as in like you know his home in the state of Florida where he lives. But I mean, that has to be what they meant because he clearly looks like he was in some kind of like gift shop. I mean, that's where he lives now. He lives in his gift shop. Like, there's just nothing but NWO shit for sale everywhere on the walls. Like, NWO sweatshirts, magnets, like, there's the, the title, you know, the one that I have on my wall. Are you saying Hulk Hogan doesn't live in this place? I mean, that's what I'm suggesting here, is that, like, clearly, unless Hulk Hogan is living in a place where he's, like, selling shit, like, this is clearly somewhere else. And so some people have been suggesting Hogan's Beach, uh, like, you know, that restaurant that he had some kind of partnership in. I'm pretty sure that they closed down. I'm not going to look that up. So, hey, someone in the chat, you want to help me out here? Tell me if Hogan's Beach still exists. Uh, That'd be cool. But I don't think it's that. And also... Here's the thing that's freaking me out here. If you look by their little bug that they have to say that they're live via satellite down in the corner there, you will see the classic version of the NXT championship. Do you not remember? What the fuck is an NXT championship doing in this Hogan room? What's the NXT championship doing in the Hogan zone? Where the fuck did they film this? John, what if I told you all the... Is there like a gift shop at the performance center or something? John, what if I told you that all that merch was not actually in the shot? It was all digitally entered in because they wanted to cover up all his Nazi propaganda shit. (laughs) I don't know that I think Hogan's a Nazi propagandist. But would you be surprised... I guess not. I I, try I think th- it would be more just like David Duke pamphlets. There we go. That's what I was thinking of. It's is it's KKK out it's propaganda. Ryan is saying in the chat that apparently Hogan's Beach is still open and they didn't close down in 2015 like it sounded like they were going to. Yeah, he still he still lives there. Well, maybe that solves it, but also, why would they have a fucking NXT title there? Because, why not? I guess so. I mean, NXT is based in Florida, so he probably has NXT merch there, too. Yeah, maybe. And also, I'm telling you, Hulk Hogan was the first ever NXT champion. Don't you remember? This doesn't sound right, but I also can't argue it. I'm also trying to think, like... When would they have given Hogan an NXT title? Did he get one, like, did he get one for signing Kenta? Yeah. Exactly why. He, they say, you deserve this. They're in the record books now. We're going to rewrite history as we always do. Wait. Is Hulk Hogan the one that beat Kenta in the parking lot? Uh, No. Kenta is Japanese. He's not black. (laughs) (laughs) He'll turn. He'll turn. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, 
John? Yeah. But, Where do we go from here? No, we talked about very wide interrupting with a paid a paid video by Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, it did happen. They did the NWO thing. It was fun. I wasn't super into this Firefly Funhouse, I'm going to be honest, but, I, you know, I appreciate Bray still trying. I never appreciate a Hulk Hogan constantly talking about feeling the power of Bill Goldberg. I've been in the room where I felt the power of Goldberg. I also really liked it when Hulk Hogan jumped out and was just like, I'm out of here. This guy's weird. Bye. But I do like that the line, I don't need luck, I have a fiend. Yeah. Again, like I said, Bray had some good moments. It wasn't bad. I just I just wasn't super into it. It felt like a weaker one to me. The more I think about it, I really wish that Bray did not have that match with The Miz. I was actually thinking about that earlier today, too, for some reason. Like... I don't understand what the point of that match was or how it, like, helped anybody get over. Like, why does he need the Fiend if normal Bray Wyatt can also win? And also, it didn't really seem like they put much of a difference between normal Bray Wyatt and Fiend. Like, normal Bray Wyatt was more of a pushover, but, like... He still took a lot of hits in the same way that the Fiend does. And it's not like the Fiend is always no selling. Like, obviously, he always no sells like every finisher and and kicks out of everything. Mm -hmm. But like he sold enough to get buried under an avalanche of shit and, you know, get Seth Rollins DQ'd or whatever the fuck happened in that shitty match. Mm hmm. You can keep the fiend down, is what I'm trying to say, and you can also keep Bray Wyatt down. So yeah, I'm. I guess what I'm saying is, like you said, what's the difference between them? Maybe Firefly Funhouse Bray doesn't actually exist. It's just the fiend, and and that's his. The fiend mask is his real face, and the other Bray is the real mask. So you're basically saying he's Rorschach? Yes. Give him back his face. Never. Yeah, if they ever do the spot where someone rips off his his mask, he just has to be screaming, give me back my face. Fucking Rorschach style. Yeah. Or it'd just be like, they makeup makes it look like he's actually done every skin on his face. That'd be pretty cool. Make it, make it weird. Also, never remove the Fiend's mask unless he's Think you're, unless you're killing the character. I, I like Ryan's idea that they take the mask off and there's another mask underneath. It's like that stink thing. <laughs> I guess. Where he took off that one sting mask and he was just painted sting underneath. It's fun. Ah. <sighs> Wyatt's Journal, October 12th, 1985. No. Dog carcass in alley this morning. Tire tread on Bert's stomach. The city is afraid of me. I've seen its true face. How much money can we pay Bray to read 
Urshak's lines. I don't know. Is he on Cameo? No, Ric Flair is, though. I keep getting asked for Ric Flair's Cameo, and I don't like it. Okay, hear me out here. What if we paid Big E to read Rorschach's lines as Bray Wyatt? Eh, it's not the same. Yeah, but then he might do some Big E shit at the end. It's true. You know how much Ric Flair charges for his cameo? Probably too much. Yeah, way too much. Okay, now I need to know. Do you, you want to know? Ryan is posting $400 in the chat. Higher, higher, low. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to take the over on that. It is $500. Yeah, more than I would be willing to spend. Oh, fuck that. You didn't even put any effort into it. Rhythm Bastard in the chat says, just get the new day to redo the Watchmen movie, and no. HBO already did a good job with the Watchmen. That's all we need. Also, hi, Rhythm Bastard. But, John, did this Hulk Hogan bit help at all hype up this match against Goldberg? No! Nope, it sure didn't. They need to stop trying to make Hulk Hogan happen. There was no point to this whatsoever other than just, hey, here's Hulk Hogan to help with. Hopefully that'll help with the ratings in the same way that Goldberg helped with the ratings. I'm guessing that the answer is it probably didn't. And that's why they're going to have Goldberg live this time. And they're going to have John Cena live in two weeks. For the first time ever, Goldberg on Fox. That's exciting. Is it? No. But John, thank you for being honest. Can we name the episode this week Stop Trying to Make Hulk Hogan Happen? Sure, okay. Unless we've got something better. I think that's pretty fun. Wyatt's Journal. Let's talk about uh, the other thing that happened on SmackDown this week. Alright. And that is Otis having the worst Valentine's Day ever. <laughs> John, I watched... Yeah, this was a thing, alright. I watched it on YouTube... I don't think it's the way you told me it was. Go on. You told me that Otis was an hour late. He was an hour late. No, he wasn't. What are you talking about? When did that happen? There is a whole thing that he was delayed. No, Get Mandy, the restaurant. Mandy was delayed. You got- she was, but she was there the whole time. So she lied. Or was it Dolph Ziggler who texted? Because Otis got a text saying that Mandy was running late. Maybe it was Dolph. That's fucked. How did how did Dolph get Mandy's phone? Dolph's a creep. He is a creep. I feel bad for Otis. This sucks. He was so looking forward to it. He was so happy. And Dolph Ziggler ruined his Valentine's Day. Dolph Ziggler does indeed suck, I will say. At least it's something different for him to do instead of just doing the Corbin shit constantly. 
I guess so? But also, Otis deserves happiness. Why can't they let him be happy? You know why. Why? Because it's Vince. True. Alright, so I I will ask you this question then, since you, you're clearly in, into this. Yeah. Do you think that this is actually going to lead to something where they are going to put Otis over in some way? Like, do you think that this leads to, like, him doing well in, like, a singles capacity? Yes. Not for a title, but he's still going to have a good run. And he's going to get the girl at the end. He's going he's gonna to get Mandy at WrestleMania. Either that or Mandy's going to kick him in the dick and go with Sonya. It's, All one, right. it's one or two ways. Either he's going to get her at WrestleMania or the, the dick kick. And it turns out that she's a lesbian with Sonya. Ryan... Don't be putting this juju out there with Otis versus Ziggler in a Manny on a pole match. I mean, depends what kind of pole. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Also, no, this is this is Vince and Paul Heyman. They would do that. I I'm aware, and no, thank you. Actually, wait. This is SmackDown. What doesn't matter, John. I was I was waiting for they they did the the zoom in of the flowers being dropped on the ground. They did not do the thing I wanted them to do. They should have zoomed in on Otis's fist just being clenched like the Arthur meme. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. They should have done it. The WWE on Fox Twitter account posted that. They get it. That account is the worst. That account's the best. I love the WWE on Fox account. This memes nonstop. And also like replying to people and getting Randy Orton mad at them. Fuck Randy Orton. Fuck Randy Orton indeed. Did you do you remember when they replied when they replied to Randy Orton and he said, Fuck you, I'm not even on your channel? I do. It's good. I I like that account because they even talk about Raw and NXT. Randy Orton, the ultimate heel. I mean, have you seen him on Twitch? Yes! The ultimate heel. Heated Randy moments. Oh, God. Hey, speaking of heated Orton moments... Yeah, there we go. Do you, you want to talk about Monday Night Raw now? Sure. Alright, because Randy Orton's on Raw. Let's talk about it. John? Go on. No, I'm letting you. Go ahead. Why do I have to talk about it? You want to talk about Heated Orton moments? Talk to me about this Heated Orton moment. Randy Orton killed Matt Hardy at the end. Is he dead forever, though? I mean... Randy Orton came out and was like, yo, Matt Hardy fucking wanted to have a no-holds-barred match with me 
fuck him. No, that's not happening. He can't get cleared. I fucking killed him last week. And then Matt Hardy comes out with a neck brace and says a whole bunch of shit, did a promo that was good, but I don't think as good as last week's, admittedly. I mean, I liked the beginning where he came out and just silently pointed at the screen to show the recap. Yeah, I like that. And I also like that he basically, you know, said, like, kind of said through the promo, like, hey, I'm probably done with this company, but you can't kill me. I'm I'm invincible. Turns out, no. Yeah. And then Randy Orton was like, I'm sorry. Edge was my brother. I feel really bad. I'm I'm sorry. And then went full on split personality. Randy Orton is it's Randy Orton's gimmick that he's just like a split personality guy. No, and he, sometimes he, he feels really bad. And then other times he snaps. He hears voices in his head. It's true. He does hear the voices. That's and then the voices. The voices told him to go back in the ring and kill Matt Hardy. And then he did. And then he smashed his head into uh, steel steps with a chair. He couldn't. Multiple times. He constertoed him. Is that what that's actually called? That's what I'm calling it. Right now. Okay, because that's good. Thank you. Episode title. Let's go. Fine. There's the episode title then. Consterto. I'm writing it down. To answer your question, Ryan, in the chat, uh, Jeff Hardy is currently training to come back. Like, he was injured. He's currently working, I heard, at the Performance Center, see if he can come back soon. Also, he's got a court case coming up for that DUI. I was about to say, come on, he's drinking and doing drugs. I mean, I'd like to hope not, because, again, he's got that court case coming up. Like, he gives a shit. Come on. It's Jeff Hardy. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, this rule then, I like I told you b- before we went on the air, you said, oh, this is how they write off Matt Hardy. And I said, no, that would have been last week. Now he has to come back next week in a full body cast and get the shit kicked out of him yet again. I mean, I guess they just really want to embarrass Matt Hardy on his way out. That's how you do it. True. Can't be exalted if you're fucking punk. I ain't sure you can, because all the people that will be excited about that genuinely don't care about what WWE did to him on his way out. He shouldn't be in that role. It should be Christopher Daniels. We agree on this. I know. We've literally been saying this on Heel Alternative every Wednesday over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. Watch us record it live where it's not like this, where it's just like, you know, we're doing it professionally and and you hear the show as it actually happens. It's just us fucking around and like goofing off and being on the recording and you get to see it as it actually happens, which sometimes when it ends up being us writing out notes is pretty boring. Oh, no. Twitch.tv slash pro wrestling every Wednesday at 1030. Hang out with us in the chat. Yeah. Or just listen to the actual good version on Thursday morning. Indeed. Yeah, Matt Hardy will be back next week. Don't worry. I hope not. Like, this is a good way to sympathetically write him off. They should. No, what's going to happen is he's going to be in the body cast on Monday. Get the shit kicked out of him again. Then he'll show up at in Saudi Arabia 
in a crate of just his remains. That's what's gonna happen. That way he doesn't. Please, it's Saudi Arabia. They behead you and put you in vats of acid inside a consulate in Turkey. What if they bring a decapitated uh, Matt Hardy head? (laughs) Get the guy who does the Bray Wyatt uh, lantern to do it. There's so many jokes right now that I could be making. Tune in for next week for John and Oscar to review that show. Oh, God, right, we are going to do that. Yeah, you are. For just $5, you get to hear Oscar and I talk about Super Showdown. I presume that we'll be drunk. See, look at that. You get two shows this month for your $5. It's worth every penny. John. Yeah. Um, Sheena Baszler said the shit word. She said the shit word on the PG show. I was very surprised that this was not bleeped. You could only say that once on the TV 14 AEW show, apparently. You can say on the PG show, though. Because why not? Sheena Baszler. I mean, don't forget the Corey Graves did say it like last year during like the the early summer. Uh, didn't he say it like the first week that Paul Heyman was the writer? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Are we talking about the same thing? Or yeah, when fucking Brunt Strowman and Bobby Lashley went through the through the the fucking thing? Yeah. Apparently, you can say shit it's on PG. I'm just saying that they've they've done it before recently, so I was I'm less surprised. I'm less surprised that they could do it, but like. I guess I do get your point, though, of that one, you know, they didn't intentionally like fucking clearly Paul Heyman told Corey to say it. But like they at least could play it off as a as a, a heated gamer moment, as a, a a crazy thing actually just happened. and He was caught in a hot mic. Mm-hmm. This was a filmed thing and very intentional. Yep. This was very much. I I'm gonna sit, throw it out here, Owen. A lot of the, uh, there are a bunch of points in this show where I felt like this was a direct response to Dynamite. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I feel like that's all WWE is doing now is trying to respond. That's why they brought Pyro back. That's why they have they show the actual intro of the show now. Even Dynamite doesn't really do that anymore. Well, yeah, because now WWE's like, yeah, we're doing it now. Now we're the only ones doing it. We're so cool. And then in a few weeks, they'll stop doing it because Dynamite stopped. And Dynamite will do it again. Exactly. That's how they get them. Yeah, I don't know. This this is fine. John? Becky cut a promo. Shayna cut that promo that was good and said the shit word. I like how she was explaining how she's a cage fighter, so the Elimination Chamber is perfect for her. Yeah, no, I thought that was really smart. My question. Is there any, is there any doubt that she's, she's going to win this? I don't know, man. Sarah Logan's in it. Like, 
And Asuka's in it. Shayna's like the only one that can win this. Like, it's not even close. Is this match? No one's ready for Asuka. Is this match going to be Except for Becky Lynch, apparently. Yeah. Is this match going to be good? I think so. I, I mean, look. I think it will be as good as any Elimination Chamber match can be. Like, yeah, clearly... John, I mean, you look, can't say that after that tag team one. You misunderstand what I'm saying here. I'm By saying it, I think it will be as good as any Elimination Chamber match can be. I'm kind of saying I don't really like Elimination Chamber matches like, in general. I like Elimination Chamber matches. They can be fun. They can be entertaining. I usually don't think they're great. Regardless, though, I, I, I yeah, I, I honestly just think that both the Elimination Chamber matches are kind of weak this year. Like, I know that the second one is like, you know, the men's one is only rumored. They haven't, you know, officially announced it. And like, card subject to change with like the stuff that the arena has, has revealed. They should put but, in it. I just, look, do we really think that anyone but Roman's going to get it? No. And with this one, do we really think that anyone but Shane is going to get it? I don't even remember who the other people are. Natalia, Asuka, Sarah Logan, and then... Morgan and Ruby Riot. Sure, okay, those two. It's the whole Riot squad. They're all in it. Sure, okay. Hey, also, Liv Morgan cut a promo. It was real bad. She can't talk. It was not very good. She the fake crying was bad. She stumbled all over her words. It was bad. Also, You know what else is bad, Owen? Also, to answer Ryan in the chat, the winner gets a shot at Mania because there is no pay-per-view between the Chamber and Mania. Yep, Mania, or sorry, Chamber is the last pay-per-view before Mania. And I'm going to it. And there's no build. That's fun. This is Battleground all over again. Look, it's the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. This is just what happens. No, it's the pay-per-view after a Saudi Arabia show. This is what ha- there's no build, that's what happens. It's both. Oh, and are you really going to tell me that they ha- did fucking builds for Fastlane? Uh, did you see the graphics of the cars going fast? I did see the cars. They went fast. Gotta go fast. Okay, Sonic. Yeah. I I hope the ma- actual matches are good because there's no build. And there's no, like, drama on who's going to win. So You messed up my transition, though, because I had a great transition for speaking of things that are bad and fake. How dare you? Did you see the fucking image they showed of Natalia's Instagram post of the quote-unquote black eye that she got from Asuka? No. That shit was so clearly bad makeup. I'm gonna look up that... I'm gonna look up Natalia's Insta. That shit was so clearly bad makeup. Like, girl, you didn't even try... Do better. What are you doing? Was it? When was it from? Like last week? Yeah. 
Had to be in within the last week because yeah, they showed it on they they showed it as a graphic on Raw in the build up to her match that she had against Kyrie Sane. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a bunch of like super glossy makeup. Yep. Thanks, Natalia. Very cool. Whatever. Just trying to be relevant. Good, good, Owen, good luck with that in that women's division. Did you see this Oscar promo? No, I was out getting dinner, and I'm very sad. Oscar's so fucking good. Oscar, as I wrote here in the notes, Oscar is the best promo on Raw. Don't at me. I, I'm not gonna at you because I've I've been pr- saying the praises of the Kabuki Warriors, and I've been constantly getting shit on it for it. They're a, they're a shitty team. Like the problem is that they're a, they are a bad unit that is not given any respect. Like even though they are the tag team champions, like they basically don't do anything and are always an afterthought and losers. When's the last time to more important people? TLC. That's a long time. Yes, it is. Yeah. So what did Oscar say in this promo? She came out and yelled at them in cutesy Japanese voice for a bit and then screamed at Natalia about how she's going to kill her uh, and beat her in the elimination chamber. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. And just was wonderful and great. And I love Asuka. She's so good. She's so fun. I I love Kabuki Warriors Asuka. I don't care what anyone thinks. Also, Kyrie's the best. Yeah, because she just laughs. And she's doing funny heel dances now. Kyrie's great. Yeah. Did you not see this match? Yes, I did see the match. You saw her dancing in during the match to, yeah. to piss off Natalia. Then they kept cutting Oscar. She was having a great time. Oscar just laughs. And then she fucking is that the part where she kicked Natalia in the fucking head? And she got counted. Yeah, out. because fuck Natalia. Uh, I think <laughs> that Kyrie Saint should replace Natalia in the chamber. I could see it. Speaking of good promos, can we talk about Drew McIntyre? Sure, we can talk about Drew. I mean, I guess we should talk about the fact that, like, as much as I really hate to say this, I'm kind of starting to like Drew McIntyre. Right. It's weird. I hell, I'm, I'm even kind of getting into him doing the count for the Claymore. Same. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why I'm okay with it, especially when I think still think it's really stupid, but I'm kind of getting into this lame charm that he has. Yeah, he's a total dork, but hey, it's it's, it's fine. It's fun. But he's a big, tough dork. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm tough, but also... Three, two, one, yay! Everyone do it with me. It's weird because, like, it doesn't feel forced, you know? I feel like if it was coming from Roman, like, I would just think this is so fucking forced. Suffering, but, like, 
maybe it's just that I don't really like Drew McIntyre all that much and don't and like didn't really like his fucking I'm a man's man personality that he had when he was in NXT as a face. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, for whatever reason, this just this just works for me as like, OK, he's kind of a dorky loser, but like he's got some charm and fun to him. And I like to see him kick legitimately kick people's head off. With a Claymore. With a countdown. MVP found out what's up tonight. Also, MVP is wrestling again, even though he said that that Ray match was his last one. Well, you know, when WWE comes a knocking with some money, you answer. I mean, hey, if, if MVP is actually going to stick around for a bit and do some matches, that would be cool. I think he should be a manager. You know that those don't exist in this company. Zelina Vega. Paul Heyman. She's like one of two. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is just tragedy. But he's a manager. No, he's just tragic. Damn. Yeah, the Drew McIntyre's MVP stuff was goofy, and it's good. I, it's good for MVP. Yeah, good for MVP, and you know, it's not like it's really building up Drew McIntyre, but like. You don't really need to build up Drew McIntyre at this point and show him oh, that he's tough. You did that with the Rumble. Exactly, when the Rumble. You don't need to do anything at Chamber. If you want to have him do something at Chamber, it's fine. But yeah, like I think that they're doing a good job of the thing that they need to do right now, which is build him up as a likable personality that we want to get behind. Indeed. Because, I mean, Lord knows they fucked that up with a lot of people lately. Like who? I mean, they fucked it up with Roman. They fucked it up with Batista. They fucked it up with Randy. Oh, I thought this was a transition. No, I mean, I'm I'm just specifically talking about the Royal Rumble. Oh, with the Rumble, they meant like fucking up a, per, a per, personality. I mean, look, this is WWE. They sure do that a whole fuck ton. But I, I was specifically referring to the Rumble. All right, fair enough. Hey, John? Yeah. What about Aleister Black versus Eric Rowan? Okay, because if that was the transition that you wanted me to do here, I'm going to say I'm not sure what you mean by this because Aleister Black seems like he's doing okay, and Rowan was fucked up from the start. But what's in the cage? I don't know. They, like, didn't acknowledge the cage at all this week. Commentary did. I mean, commentary did, but, like, you know, we didn't have any fucking bits of Rowan going to the cage. Like, you know, they had Aleister Black walk by the cage, like, kind of not really caring about it. And Rowan didn't even really seem to care. Does Aleister Black care much about anything besides picking fights for people? No, but, you know, look, again, it's fine that he did that. But, like, you would think that they would have had fucking Rowan acknowledge it in some way. I think that Alistair Black should have gained possession of the cage by beating Rowan. Sure. That's that's his cage now. Is the cage the new 24-7 championship? It should be. I mean, it's a good metaphor for it. Yeah, because 24-7 championship is prison. And Riddick Moss has to hang out there now. 
Good for him. Is he still the champion? Yep, he won that triple threat match. Why are they just straight up having matches for the 24-7 championship when the whole point was that you can be pinned anywhere? The Ren have ideas. Sure, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to make the cage for Roan disappear, or are they just going to ignore what happened this week? I'm sorry, what was that? I was reading Ryan's comment in the chat, and yes, I totally agree with you, Ryan, by the way, that they 100% are doing the 24-7 championship very poorly. Yeah. I'm I'm asking is, do you think they're going to get rid of the cage, or are they just going to ignore what happened this week? Um, I think that they're probably going to ignore what happened. Well... I want to say that I that I think they're going to ignore what happened this week and just go with it, but I also really don't see them doing the cage shit in, in fucking Saudi Arabia either. Because yeah, literally it will be a severed head. Oh, man. Of Harper. Leave Harper alone. No, because he might have a job soon. We'll see you on the 18th. It's the 18th. You know what that means. Your Siri is getting excited is what it means. Siri is calling Harper right now. Damn, you have his number and never gave it to me? Fuck, it's selfish. Sorry. What else happened on this bad show? Um, Charlotte Flair cut a promo. Yeah, she did. She put over NXT, but also buried it. Yeah, kinda. What the, what the fuck was this? I don't... I don't know. What a surprise. Charlotte cut a promo that was basically just getting herself over. Yeah, and saying, oh, I'm, I'm way above NXT. This is nothing. I'm just gonna take the belt and put NXT on the map again. Sure, okay. Yeah, it was something else. I hope not. Knowing this company, I could see it happening, but I hope not. Also, as I had told you on the premium podcast, it is indeed at WrestleMania. No, you're right. You're right. That's weird when there's a takeover the night before. It's also weird that, yeah, Adam Cole doesn't get to defend at WrestleMania. Because he's not fighting Charlotte Flair. True. I do genuinely wonder, though, like, I know that we talked about this on the premium show, but fucking whatever. Like, I do genuinely wonder if they will actually switch the title onto her, considering that, like, her being on NXT didn't help the ratings. I don't know. I, I gave my opinion on that on the premium show. Who can say? Yeah, also also give us five dollars. Patreon.cool. It's weird. I don't know how I feel about this program because I feel like it's just gonna be promo after promo between Raw and NXT. And Rhea's not really have much to do until then. Yep. Not like her fighting people in NXT means anything right now. Did she just start fighting people on Raw? 
I don't know. Weird. She did it last yeah, week. Yeah, this... She did. I... Yeah, I genuinely don't know where they go here other than, yeah, probably. I think that's probably this. what they do is they just keep having Rhea show up on Raw every so often to remind you, yeah, she's here. And then they have Charlotte show up in NXT every so often. And no one cares. Yeah. Do you really want to see Charlotte, like, wrestle and bury the women's division in NXT? No. Exactly. And even if she's going to lose, I don't... Like, I've, look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Charlotte is my least favorite member of the Horsewomen. Understandable. All right, we have one last day to talk about with Raw. Okay. It's a... Uh, it's a- it's it's a whole bunch of things actually all rolled into one. As you wrote in the notes, also Richard O'Shea, Rollins is banned, and Paul Heyman's fetish did things. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about him. The OC came out, and they were all like, "We're the OC. We're cool." Remember AJ Styles? He died at the Royal Rumble. He's back though. Yay! He's back. Probably not back enough that we can have him in a match. So even though Ricochet is going to come out and challenge him because he's all like, you didn't earn that title shot against Brock Lesnar. Fuck you. He's all like, actually, no, you can fight Luke Harper instead. Or sorry, uh, Carl Anderson. But hold on, John, the promo that Styles cut. Is he going to have a match with Goldberg at, at WrestleMania? I mean, do you actually not know the rumor? No, no. Was Styles gonna fight the Undertaker? Yeah. No. That is the rumor. No, have him fight Goldberg instead. Two, two Atlanta boys. What if he fights the Rom Dog? No. Rom Dog is gonna fight the Fiend. Not if Goldberg wins in Saudi Mania. Alright then um, maybe. Only if Go- yeah. only if Goldberg takes the mask and puts it on himself and becomes the fiend. Ricochet beat Carl Anderson because of course he did. This was dumb. Why like what does that prove that he beat Carl Anderson? If he beat AJ Styles, it would have been impressive. Yeah, but he didn't. Maybe because AJ might still, you know, be cleared to go to the ring, but not cleared to engage in action. It just didn't help Ricochet at all. Still don't, no, st- it didn't. still doesn't make him believable. But let's be honest, a lot of the stuff they do with Ricochet doesn't help him at all. Yeah, he's going to die next week. Get excited. Get hype. What about Rollins? Rollins had a sermon. It was dumb. Yeah, I I just... What's his vision? What's he doing? What's he talking about? His vision is that he's a, a fascist dictator, but also Jesus? I really thought that at the end of the show, they were actually going to put Kevin Owens on a cross. Screaming about how Kevin Owens crucified him, which, what? Yeah, that was weird. I feel like you were just trying to fit that 
fucking adjective in, but, or, you know, fit that verb in, but you, look, not everything is a synonym, okay? Yeah. He needs to literally crucify someone now, though. What does it mean? I don't know, he needs to cut away. What is this symbolic of? I'm sure they have- Okay, how fucked up would it be if they dug up the big boss man and, and put him on the cross? Oh no, not again. And no, the boss man got hung. He didn't was on our cross. It was Stephanie that got crucified. Oh right. Yeah, boss man got hung from the in Philadelphia. It was great. The Undertaker is a cool gimmick, isn't it? Pretty okay, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. This all boiled over into a fucking match between, you know, the usual idiots at the, in the main event I'm of so Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders versus AOP and Murphy. I'm so sick of it. Yep. What do these guys How many times are we going to do this? What do these guys have to do with each other? What does Viking Raiders and Kevin Owens have to do with anything? Because Kevin Owens is mad at Seth Rollins. Who gives a shit? And the Viking Raiders are mad at AOP. And they want their tag titles back. Why does Kevin Owens care? Because Seth Rollins beat him with that lead pipe that he that Kevin Owens was going to beat him with. I like Rhythm Bastard's answer is because fuck us, that's why. I mean, yeah, that's the actual answer is because fuck us, that's why. But I mean, at least, like, I will say to their credit, Kevin Owens at least has a storyline reason for being pissed off at Seth Rollins. It's just, yo, you've been doing this since, like, December, though. Like, what's the end game? You have been doing this fucking thing for two months. When is Seth Rollins going to do literally anything else? I keep having to remind myself that Seth Rollins isn't the Universal or the WWE champion. Yeah, he's the fucking tag team champion. So why is he the position as the top heel? Who gives a shit? I mean, if you're going to do that, at least like try and justify it like you did when he had the IC title of like, hey, I'm going to have the US title and have the title that's actually on the fucking show because fuck Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they can't even do that. Who's the U.S. champion, Andrade? Yep. He doesn't get to exist for a while. I mean, he'll get to exist again as of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, you can't get uh, suspended. I mean, you can. It's just you get the ultimate suspension. I thought you were going to say you do get suspended, but it's by a rope around your neck. That is true. <laughs> oh, Saudi Arabia, it's awful. I was going to say beheading, but yeah, no, they do do a lot of that other one. Fuck. So the under- what a great place. So Undertaker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? What is this a symbol of? No wonder they keep asking for Undertaker to do those shows. Like, ah, uh, no God. news on what he got popped for, Ryan. The The rumors that were going around for a bit were that it was potentially that he had some kind of edible, but that doesn't really make sense because they weed's just a fine now. Yeah, not sure. 
Some kind of drug he got tested positive for. Not sure what. Yep. And finally, John, what's this Paul Heyman fetish thing that you wrote? I mean, did you not see that Rusev and Humberto Carrillo had a tag team match against Bobby Lashley and Angel Garza? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all. Paul Heyman's cuck fetish continues. I appreciate how Lana said that they were the two hottest couples. And Zelina's like, no. That she's married. Kind of fuck. My favorite part was when Inge Garza said that no one can tie down this man. And my immediate thought was Angel Garza's fiance has entered the chat. Well, Heyman doesn't care. Neither does Vince. Oh, yeah. You've seen this Lana storyline. I can't believe it's still kind of going, even though it's not. I can't believe they're still married. Are they actually? I mean, allegedly. That's crazy. John, anything else you want to talk about about Monday Night Raw? How did this match end? I don't even remember. Angel Garza got the roll-up win. Sure, on Humberto? Probably. I was not looking because I was in the middle of getting... Again, I was out getting dinner. I had it on my phone. Oh, you mean you were doing literally anything else but watch... (laughs) Sorry. You were doing literally anything else but watch this horrible match. Yeah. I thought it was a good time to head out to Wendy's and get something to eat. Monday Night Raw. It's three fucking hours. It is. It's way too long. No person should sit down and actually pay attention to the whole show. What's wrong with you? Also, no Garza pinned Rusev. Oh, wow. Does he get to fuck his wife now? Because fuck Rusev, I guess. No, fuck Rusev's wife. That's what he gets to do now. Isn't that what happens when you pin Rusev? I don't even know anymore, man. Alright. John, is that it for Heel Turn? A production of ProWrestling.cool? It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. Go to the website where we have ridiculous content like Heel Alternative on Wednesday slash Thursdays and Casual Friday. <clears throat> I don't know why you guys keep doing Casual Friday. It's awesome, but also it's a lot. It's, yeah, because we keep having bad ideas for for content that we want to make, that if we did it on Hue Alternative or other venues, it would just be too long and too ridiculous. Or too making one of our co-hosts upset. No idea what you're talking about. John, what are you doing this week? This week, uh... Piggybacking off some things that we d- discussed on Heel Alternative last Wednesday, uh, episode 17, if you have not listened to it yet, uh, go back and check it out. There was some news about one of our favorites on uh, the end of the year podcast, Owen, Teddy Hart. Uh-huh. And Oscar, it turned out, when we were discussing this, had never heard about the the incident that someone attached to Teddy Hart was involved in, where his ex-girlfriend just miraculously disappeared and has never been seen again. Weird. 
So I've been doing a whole bunch of research this week, and we're going to break down this fucking case on Teddy Cast Countdown to Prison, a true crime podcast. This feels familiar, but not too familiar. Not too familiar, because, look, we don't have... It's, this isn't a funny crime, okay? This isn't tax evasion. This is a, this is a sad crime. John, what if you uncovered that he also was doing tax evasion? Look, with all the stuff that Teddy Hart's getting up to, it wouldn't surprise me. I saw, I saw him recently. Remember that? Remember when I texted you? Yeah, saying, hey, look, it's I do Hart. remember. Yeah, I do remember him at that dynamite taping and being like, oh, why, though? I was, of course you brought your fucking cat that you drugged. I was very upset about it. Fortunately, he did not murder me, so that's good. Well, thank God for small miracles. Yeah, check out Teddy Cast on Friday and he'll, he'll turn it, which will be live Wednesday night after... NXT and Dynamite. Yep, and then up Thursday morning at 9, as always. John, where can people... Casual Friday will go up Friday at 2. It actually, uh, I'm just putting it out there, Casual Friday might actually be we- late this week because I'm still trying to figure out when we can record it. Fair. Hey, John. Yeah? Where, where can they go to support this website? Patreon.cool. For $1 a month, you get all the show notes. $5 a month, you get some bonus podcasts, including our pay-per-view reviews. And at the nine ninety nine tier, you get a bonus podcast every month on top of all that. And this month will be me and Oscar for two hours talking about the Academy Awards. It's it's And him also saying a bad word. Hooray! Uh, what about Facebook, John? Facebook.com slash PWDOTC, I think. I don't know. Just type in ProWrestling.cool. You're on a phone. Uh, We know this. What about Twitter if they want to get news from the website? At PWDOTC. What if they want to get your shit posting? At The Heel Turn. Very good. I mean, you just posted on the the thing. That's just a button that tells people that the show's live. Whatever, nerd. Um... You'll get you'll get updates on the podcast and also me yelling at you. Yeah, you'll just get you'll be just be told when we're going live on that. John, where can people follow you on social media? And I'm John GM. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just type it in somewhere. It's probably me. Uh, what, and if it's not me, it's some other loser. What about what? What about Venmo? I wasn't going to bring it up. <clears throat> John, what what about Venmo? <laughs> You're just so broken at this point that I don't even need to do it. And I've even taken the policy of I'm not going to bring it up unless someone else brings it up. And then it happens. Venmo at I am John. The people want it. The people love it. Hashtag pay the man. Did you see the giant bomb was recently talking about Venmo and how fucked it is? No, what'd they say? Listen to the, uh, the giant bomb aftermath from last week. Alright then. They talk about how terrible it is and how they track all your shit and it's bad. I'm sure they do. 
And That's why you should use it to pay me for goods and services. Yep. And Ryan, yeah, it's about the public Venmo feed. It's bad. Oh, yeah, like my fa- like my favorite site, Vicemo, the one that would just scrub uh, Venmo for people posting about buying drugs and, and alcohol. Yep. If you want to see me not talk about any of those things, I'm on Twitter at ThunderScrozen. That's it, John. Well, Are you sure you're not going to talk about those things? Only one way to find out. Follow me. John, we will be back next week with another episode of Heel Turn and including our predictions for Super Showdown. Uh, Great. I'm I'm so excited for this. This is going to be such a great show. This is such a great company that makes such good content that I enjoy. I'm so excited about Super Showdown that I'm actually going to Boston to get away from all of this. We'll be back next week. Get out while you still can. I want to get out of Boston. I don't want to go there. Well, okay. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. So, until then... Don't think that just because you're gone means I'm going to watch SmackDown. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com. <laughs>